New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And hello again, dear ones, Reverend Robert over here. Reverend Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Happy holidays. It's the 23rd of December. If you're not uh, fully in the swing of, of the uh, season of light, well, now's the time. Get to it already. And uh, Reverend Z and I have been having a rousing conversation here in the studio this morning. Uh, and we're so excited that you're here uh, to share that with us and to continue the conversation. So please do feel free to leave a comment, join the co conversation. Uh, we'll do those shout outs as we can. Good morning, Wayne. Glad you're with us, brother. All the way from Calgary. Grateful you're here. And please like, share, and subscribe. Let your friends know what we're doing here as well. Linda Plasters, good morning. Good Christmas Eve, Eve day. Yes. <laughs> Good to see you as well. So, okay, folks, if you haven't heard the word of the day, excuse me, the word of the week is cold, especially <laughs> if you're in North America. Holy cold. Z, uh, I trust you've been able to keep yourself a little warm the last few days. Yeah, a little warm. I, I, I got a little cold or something, man, and it. It's, uh, it's 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 got me hacking and everything, but I'm I'm safe and sound and uh, drinking plenty of fluid. So I, 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 that's my advice to everybody: hydrate, hydrate. Uh, you always have to hydrate in the mountains, but now you got to extra hydrate. Yes, and and as I've been told, uh, wine does not count to hi as hydration. So uh, I think it's no. got to actually be water. <laughs> So, yes, cold across country, snowstorms, a major blizzard across North America. Uh, I personally love the fact that I didn't leave the house yesterday. Uh, and just, uh, just, okay, stay in. If you can, stay in. However, what we do know is there is a vast majority of our country that can't just stay in. And I am talking about the unhoused population Uh Cities and communities all across this country are opening emergency shelters. Uh, if you're someone that's unhoused, you're probably never going to see this video. Uh, but if you see someone that is unhoused during these cold snaps, please take a moment, share a little compassion, find out if there's anything you can do. If there's something you are capable of, please do that. Yeah. However, speaking of the unhoused, interesting story I saw this week, Z. 
Now, we both live in Colorado here, so we've all been like, you know, super, I'm going to say it, primed. We've been super excited that Coach Prime is coming to CU Boulder. However, yesterday we also learned that uh, CU Boulder, not not the college itself, but the city of Boulder's uh, local library had to be closed. And it's closed indefinitely because the unhoused population was using the restrooms to smoke meth. And the air circulation system, the ventilation system, the bathroom ventilation system specifically in that building was found to have excessively high levels of methamphetamines. Well, you know, we, we, yeah, you know, and, and here's the, here's the, the, the hot, well, here's an interesting, I was trying to find another word other than interesting, but I just can't get away from it, is that this is a microcosm of what's happening in various ways around the world between homeless and weather and, 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 uh, food insecurities mm -hmm. and we are looking at it in, in 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 small parts but it's it's you know it's big we're not we're not looking at the whole thing and as a as a global society we have to begin to really make some strides here or else we're going to be we think we have some challenges right now they're going to just increase yeah exactly well and when i mentioned this story to my family, my uh, CU Boulder college freshman who's home on break said, yeah, well, you got to remember, we're still in a place where we turn the drug addict or the unhoused into a criminal rather than looking that as a, a, a human, in, you know, a, a, piece, a place where we're supposed to reach out. Right. And. It, 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 it real quickly changed from, hey, what a, what a cute, jokey kind of story to, hold on, this is pointing to the problem of, of the unhoused because they have no safe space. Right. If you're unhoused, drugs come along with that. And it's really hard to get off of drugs if you, if you don't have a safe interdiction type of process. And right now, there is none of that. So people are, are forced to use whatever safe space they might find. And a bathroom in a public library becomes a safe space because you're not out in the open, you can't be seen, and less less chance of being arrested, less chance of all the problems that come with that. So what this points to, and I agree, is we need in this country, I believe, to take a different perspective on the people that fall into addiction, to the people that fall into whether by choice or whether by addiction or other problem, um, and create those safe spaces so that not so people can feel safe because when they feel safe, then they'll open up. Then they might talk to somebody about what's called what the cause behind the effect of using drugs, using hard drugs. You know, and 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 you know, you know, one of the things that we try to do on this program is to make those aware who aren't aware. And I know most of our, our audience are, are in tune. Um, but but to, to let people know, you know, we hear these little isolated things about, you know, uh, drug use and trauma and 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 food insecurities and weather. And we hear, you know, we hear two or three of these stories in two or three locations. 
but it's it's a, you know when you think about like COVID now, right? Now, how how many of the uh, unhoused are, are are battling? I know it's right here in in Colorado. You know the whole thing between the cold, the flu, uh, COVID, and RSV. Yeah. Uh, you know that's causing the hospitals to fill up. Now I think the numbers are down a little bit. But, you know, people are having all these ailments and it's been bitterly cold here and across the country. Now, those people have to go into a housing uh, facility yeah. where God knows what's being spread. What I mean, you know, we could have super spreaders after this cold weather come like no tomorrow. Right. Exactly. And the homeless population report again and again and again. I think the, the number one complaint I hear all the time is. It's not safe in the shelters right? because the shelters aren't doing anything but warehousing. And so folks that are experiencing a mental illness uh, or folks that are just are, are naturally upset and violent are in these shelters as well. There's no screening. There's no interdiction. There's no help for anybody. They just become a warehouse and it becomes dangerous. And it, right. and many of the unhoused won't go anywhere near a shelter, no matter how cold it is, because they're afraid of physical of physical attack, uh, of being robbed of what few possessions they have. <clears throat> there needs to be a new way. There needs to be a new vision, I believe. I'm not clear what it is yet, but I'm looking. I think we've got to do something. And these, these cold snaps... They do it again and again and again. They highlight the the effects. And what I want us to look to is I want us to dig in and look at the beliefs that are the cause. Yeah. We believe as a country these people are worthless and we can just throw them away. Or do we believe they're, these people have value to bring to the community and we can nurture and embrace that? Yeah. And, and one of the other things I think that we really have to begin to look at is the structure of our society right i mean you know through the through the george floyd summer and the pandemic uh extended situation you know a lot of things have been highlighted but i saw something the other day uh on i think it was 60 minutes where uh, um param we are we, uh, the em we're down 39% of the emts and 55% of paramedics across the country wow I, and and now there is a crisis in you know because a lot of people late get quit those types of jobs when they were when the pandemic rolled around right. and now they have a shortage and they said the average pay is like $18 an hour where at the at real right now they're fighting for uh you know fast food people to get $22 an hour. I just saw Domino's up the street offering 18 plus to deliver pizza. It yes. drives to drive pizza around in within a, a radius and if we're only paying param I hadn't see there's a whole another one right folks. Um let's get behind the people that are doing the work. I, I agree. Right. We have to demand more for fast food workers. We have to demand more for workers of every stripe and of, of every form. And I hadn't heard that one. Paramedics and EMTs. Those are important jobs, folks. 
Yes. Yes. And, and, and in weather like this, that right now, you better believe, because, you know, like almost three-fourths of the country is getting some kind of extreme weather now or the next couple of days. They're right. going to be extremely busy with car wrecks and people freezing and heart attacks from shoveling snow. I mean, it's going to be needed. Uh, uh, their services are going to be needed and, and we're going to be down. Yeah. Oh, it's cold, cold winter is coming in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of cold winter, it's going to be a damn cold winter for Sam Bankman Freed. Uh, you know, the guy's used to living in the Bahamas. He's been living in the Bahamas in the lap of luxury for a while. He's been doing it on other people's money. And the day has come to pay the piper as it was. Sorry, I think I just stole your line there, Z. That sounded more like one of your lines. Uh, <laughs> so uh, tell us a little more. What am I talking about here? Well, you know, Sam Bakeman Freed, the, the FTX crypto guy and the Alameda, I forget the Alameda Research Company guy. Yep. You know, it's it's a sad story. And it it is it is uh when we look at 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 privilege in some ways, uh this sticks out. Now here's a young man, a very intelligent young man. Let's let's I want to start with that before we go down this slope. Okay. Guy went to graduated from MIT in uh, 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 2014, I think it was, somewhere around there, with a degree in physics and a minor in mathematics. Mm -hmm. His both of his parents are lawyers at Stanford School of Law. His brother was a trader on Wall Street. His aunt is the dean of the public health school at Columbia University. So this guy comes from a very intelligent environment and background. But at the age of 30, he was able to get people to donate and have his net worth to be $26 billion at 30 without, without any product or service that was created. And he was living in the Bahamas in a $16.4 million property with both of his parents' name on the deed. Now, he has taken that money and used it for his own personal gain. He's don donated, they said, all, hundreds of millions of dollars to both political parties. And he's now created a mess to expose more, both political parties are going to have to answer to this money. They already said they're going to try to give up almost a billion dollars back. Individuals who have no understanding of trading, let alone a, 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 a ethereal currency, have lost lots of money because our society has this get rich quick scheme. And, and I mean, this story will unfold a whole lot of problems of our society that we need to look at at all levels to repair. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people are saying this is probably a bigger Ponzi scheme than even Bernie Madoff. And um, Sam was arrested in the Bahamas over the weekend, released on $500,000 bail, and is uh, reportedly living in his parents' basement yeah. until he comes, until the trial. Um, 
I got a feeling they put up a lot of the money on the, on the bond there. Um, so, but I think it points to, and, and you just said it, it points to something bigger. It points to that desire for, for, in, for money, no matter what. And, and the greed that comes along with it. Now, Sam's in big trouble because his girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend and his best friend, who are all up to their eyeballs in this, uh, his ex-girlfriend, uh, Caroline, was actually the president of Alameda, I believe is what they did. They named her. It, it was all It's all tied up in one. But his ex-girlfriend and his best friend have agreed to turn state's evidence are going to testify against him. So... He's he's either pleading guilty and going to prison, or he's going to fight it and go to prison. Um, but I think it does point to that. There's so much. He's not your average con man. He's a very intelligent con man, and that, at that, yeah. this isn't a normal bait and switch kind of thing. There's a lot of moving parts, and I'll tell you, see what it did for me is it forced me down an even deeper rabbit hole of the level of graft within the entire crypto environment. Yep. Now I'm an old school guy. So I, I kind of understand some of this stuff and I didn't get Bitcoin early enough. I kind of wish I had bought a couple of Bitcoins back in the day. I, I didn't, I've never really gotten into it because it, it looks it to me, it's the difference between, and you shared this earlier, investing and trading. N nobody's investing in companies through crypto. They're trading. They're trying to make a buck. They're trying to flip this coin into that coin, into that coin, and then back over to this coin. And you give me a little of this and I'll use this coin to loan you money on that. And the entire system is an open doorway for hucksters, shucksters, and conmen. And I found a rabbit hole on, on the internet via YouTube, learning more and more about more and more uh, different NFT and crypto scams, <clears throat> outright scams, um, where people are taking hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars from people. Um, if anybody out there ever heard the word Zootopia, look it up. Um, people lost a ton of money on a supposed get, not get rich, but pretty much quick, get rich quick in NFT trading that is nothing. There isn't even an NFT. There isn't even a game. There isn't even anything. And they were pouring money into it. And then these influencers say, oh, sorry, didn't work and walk away. Well, now, and, and, and there goes another thing just to show how intertwined all this stuff is. So when we look at social media and, and how people just, you know, I'll just leave that at that. You, you, you know what that is. But, you know, one of the things that's going to be next on the horizon, a lot of people are saying is there's not only the NFTs, but the NILs that a lot of these young athletes are signing now um, as that because that. You know, a lot of them don't have good lawyers and contractual people reading these things to figure out what's going on. So they sign them. They're 18. They're getting a ton of money. They don't yep. really know what they're doing. They're 18, right? Yep. And then when they go and get big, 
they've signed away their likeness and their name. And, and so, so now it, you get into this whole thing, like Prince had to get the, the, get the symbol and the artist formerly known as, because once yep. you sign that contract and you give those people that right, you're done with that name or that likeness yep. or that image. And so these kids at 18 and 19 are doing this as they're going into these different things. Now it's a mess. It's going to, and, and it's going to be a bigger mess. Yeah. Yep. Cause they're going to take those, that 18, 19, those 19, 18, 20 year olds are going to be quote influenced by people that are selling them worthless coin and selling them worthless NFTs and, or convincing them to, uh, or, and here's the new one, convincing them to be the face yes. of a project. Cause now, because yes. now if you're even remotely famous, you can be the face or the voice or the promoter of an, of a crypto project but that doesn't mean that anybody's going to make any money and you might be left holding the bag, losing money and losing your reputation by promoting and standing behind some of these things. It's a, it's a tricky business and there's too many people that don't know what they're doing and think they can get rich real quick. And uh, there's my eyes have been opened in a way I, I didn't quite realize within that industry recently. And, and, and there's one thing too, like on, on, on the, on the FTX thing, like, uh, I think Naomi Osaka, the tennis player was involved. She was supposed to be a spokesman, LeBron James, uh, I think, uh, say again, Larry David was bit, was pushing FTX and other well-known celebrities, influencers, (laughs) pushing FTX, but they didn't know they were part, they're, they're part of the scam too. Right. Somebody guys like guys, like uh, all these guys, they're being paid one. It's a commercial deal. Hey man, they want to hire you to do this. I did a commercial. I don't know what it was for. I did a commercial. I did a commercial, but when, when you've got an entire stadium named after this FTX stadium, um, those folks are doing some serious scrambling. How do we get those letters off the wall? And who wants to pay to na- to the na- who wants to pay the naming rights for this stadium now? <laughs> but they probably yeah. can't. They probably have a contract. They can't get out of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and 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 some and some people are trying to go after these uh, celebrities and put them put some kind of liability on them that you know, hey. I, I know you didn't run the company, but but you made a statement of authenticity, if you will, and legitimacy, and we believed in you, and there is some liability there, whatever it is, I don't know, uh, and how that'll work out in court. They're saying it's mostly relational. Again, they were paid, they were hired spokespeople, and they're gonna they're gonna claim as a transaction. I didn't know what was going on. Maybe maybe the public will hold them accountable for it, right? Maybe the public will say, Larry David, uh, we don't trust you quite as much anymore. But yeah. again, if you're getting your financial advice from a comedian, if you're getting your financial advice from an athlete, 
if you're getting your financial advice from a, a television actor, I don't know that that's where I would go for, for financial right. advice. Right. right. Yeah. Before I do that, I want to know, I want to know you have a master's in something other than fine arts. Uh, you know, wanna, yeah. And I want to see your crypto wallet. I want to see how much you put into FTX. I want to see how much you're taking out of FTX. Because, yeah. Right. For folks, if you don't understand, that is the promise and what is purported as the beauty of the blockchain is you can go back and look at these transactions and see exactly when and where certain transactions went and for how much. Part of this uh, rabbit hole I I'm exploring on YouTube, the, uh, the guy's channel, it's called CoffeeZilla, by the way, if anybody's interested. Uh, he does a great job of going back and saying, okay, let's go look at the ledger. And he pulls up the blockchain and he does the research to find the transactions to say, okay, right here is where SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, transferred this money from a holding wallet for FTX into his own personal wallet and then transferred that from his own personal wallet to Alameda Int Funds, Alameda Research Funds. And you can trace back and connect the dots purportedly so much easier. So the evidence is there. It's in the blockchain. The, re the records are there. You cannot, suppose, as far as I know, you still cannot change a blockchain record. So the proof is there. The evidence is there. Now we just got to go, somebody's got to go uncover it. That's always been the promise. So, mm -hmm. yeah, if, if a celebrity comes and says, you should, in, you should put your money here. You should trade here. You should use this. Okay, well, open up your records and let's see where you did that. Let's see exactly if you're talking your, if you're walking your talk or if you're just feeding, a, feeding us a line of bullshit. And, 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 and what this leads to now, you know, when we, as, we, as we look at the spiritual lessons that we learned from this, right? The spiritual lessons is, first and foremost, that's always uh, needed, right? Do your own work, right? You got to do your own work. You can't rely, you know, on a person, even if you trust them. I mean, now that, you know, you still need, you know, if they say trust but verify. Right. Trust but verify. Yeah. And that's what we have to do that first. And then secondly... We have to begin to look at, I believe, um, how do we how do we leave this place better when we when when we go? Because we all going, right? So right. when we leave here, what did I do to leave the place in a better situation? And I and if I'm taking advantage of people and taking money and using people just to have more material things that when I go, they're not going with me. And pretty soon they're going to all break down anyway. Then yep. if I'm doing that at the expense of others, then I need to check myself. Yep. Uh, this is what I call the Nobel effect. If you, some of you folks may remember the story, um, the inventor of the Nobel Peace Prize and other Nobel Prizes um, woke up one morning to find his obituary on the front page of the paper. Now, it wasn't he that died. It was actually his brother who died. 
but the reporter mixed up the names. And the, the obituary was not very uh, forthcoming because his brother uh, was in the dynamite industry. And it made him sound, and, you know, mass murderer and killer of this and da 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 And the man said, okay, wait a minute, we got to change stuff. And because I don't want that to be my legacy. I don't want that to be my obituary. I want an obituary that is that shares how much we did for humanity and changed his entire business model, sold off all the, the gunpowder factories and the dynamite factories and started dedicating his money and his life towards the Nobel Peace Prize and towards peace on earth. We can all do that. Sam Bankman-Fried can turn around tomorrow, can stand up in court and admit his wrongdoings, pay his penalties, do his time, and still be a beneficial presence on the planet. I agree, Z. It's all about us. How do we find a way to give more than we take at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I, cause I look, I know, you know, you and I talk about this. I look at my bookshelves and not only my bookshelf, my floor space where I have books piled up. Uh, and some of them I've gone back and read a couple of times. Some of them I've never read. I've only read a chapter or read, you know, excerpts to use for this or that. But right now, somebody else could be using those books. I, and 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 that's one of my goals in the new year is to go through and whittle down some of this stuff that I have. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a big music fan and love jazz. And I got CDs still out the wazoo that I don't even play anymore because I get no dang on CD player. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and who knows, like, like vinyl, it may come back around, but I might not be here to, to be, you know, to, to use that thing. Yeah. So, you know, we really, I, I believe it's time for everybody on the planet to really say, you know, what is essential? Like, here's the thing. My kids for this Christmas said they didn't want a lot of gifts. Right. They gave they got a couple of things. They gave a they gave a list of things to check from in terms of something to put under the tree. But they right. both gave uh, places to donate money in their name to charities. And they said they wanted ex more experiences than gifts. So we're going to go to Jack. Well, I've been not saying we're going to do some things because they might be watching. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're do some things for experience where the family tend time together, which is going to last a whole lot longer than the one or two shirts or blouses or whatever that won't. Right. Yeah. Or electronic toys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, electronic toys. <laughs> well, folks, if you wonder what you stumbled into, this happens every Friday morning at 7 a.m. It's Mount Ministers Talking Shit. We're going to run a minute or two over, as we've been known to do. Because uh, we like talk, we like talking, <laughs> we like hanging out. Rev Z and I have been doing this for oh, well over a decade or more now. And uh, when we decided to make this into a regular show, uh, it was a natural fit. We're really glad you join us. We do invite you, please like, share, and subscribe. Let your friends know what's going on. Uh, not only with our program, but with all the programming here on New Thought Media Network. We've got a full, full day. Uh, of everything, and I've lost my schedule again. Uh, however, we do know that Practicing Infinite Possibilities with Lindsay Linebox coming up at 10 a.m. this morning after our morning regular morning programming. Uh, the good news will be back at 5, although I'm off tonight, and it's Rev Barbara, 
and uh, she'll be doing the good news for us tonight. Pastor Michael has the fireside chat at six tonight as well. So, Z, before we get out of here, final thoughts for the day. Yeah, I, I, for me, you know, and it's ringing true, find a cause, find something that you can put some time, talent, treasure, i.e. some finances to, and let's, let's really try to make a change for 2023. Yeah. Amen. 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 I'm going to say, follow your heart. And that's not just follow your heart to the buffet table. That's not just follow your heart to giving your family a hug on Sunday morning. That's not just following your heart to have to have a good time, but follow your heart to be a good human. Yeah. Now more than ever, yeah. whether it's the cold, whether it's it's the holiday, be a good human. That should be enough. Yeah. All right, folks, we're out of here. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors and our contributors real quick. Uh, and uh, please stick around and celebrate them and give them the love and attention that they deserve. We'll be back again next Friday with a, uh, well, let's call it a New Year edition of Ministers Talking Shit. We'll be back with that again next week as well. Where is this video? I keep losing this, this one video. And I know it's here somewhere. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go with this one then. We'll see you next week, folks. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, for your continued support. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, for your monthly contribution. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome OM Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. Thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors.